Welcome to the Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. And in today's episode, side episode, I'm back with another slate of picks. And you're wondering how I how did I do in week six? Well, not so good. Lots and lots and lots of upsets were being handled on Sunday, this past Sunday. A lot of upsets I'm going to get into as I go through these picks. But I went 7-7, seven and seven, fortunately. Of the 3 o'clock games, the evening games, they wanted me to be great. <laughs> they wanted me to be great. They saved me from those wretched 12 o'clock games that did not go so well for a lot of the favorites that were slated to win those games. So... I'm 7-7, I'm 50% here with my picks from week 6, a huge step down from my stellar week 5 performance, and I also have bad news, I also lost my first fantasy football matchup, yes, uh, shout out to Sam Curcio if he's listening to this show, uh, he beat me, I was 5-0 in fantasy, now I'm 5-1, and, and now I'm with without my best quarterback, Josh Allen as he's on a bye week the Bills actually are on a bye week and these are other teams on the bye week Rams Vikings and Eagles so those are four teams that I won't be able to predict their fate unfortunately but man I sure wish that Josh Allen was playing this week because I need to get back on the W column but with that being said, I got trust in Geno Smith. Come on, Geno. Give me one of those four touchdown performances you did against the Lions a few weeks ago, and we'll be straight. But anyway, enough of me rambling. Let's get into these picks. That's what you're here for. Starting off with the Thursday night game as of this recording. That is tonight, Thursday night. The cards are at home against the Saints. These are two teams who are trap teams pretty much two trap teams going up against each other they you know whoever they play their trap game and they can either surprise you with a w or surprise you with a loss the saints have been playing better than the cards of recent and the cards haven't been playing that well at home this year but they are a three-point favorite the saints these are two teams that just you don't know what they are their identities are just unknown right now Kyler Murray is not playing very well he is not and you know I wasn't sold on Kyler Murray last year I, I really wasn't until he got off to that eight to eight and three start everybody was Kyler Murray for MVP and then he disappeared towards the end of that season and then now a lot of his really bad play is starting to rotate into this season so I, I think the Saints I don't know if Jamius Winston is going to be back for this game Andy Dalton has been doing serviceably well and that's what he is at this point a serviceable quarterback and I just don't think he's going to do enough if he's playing I don't think he's going to do enough to beat this Cardinals team Cardinals still have a very good defense they 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 you know despite that horrible week one performance against the Chiefs the defense has been playing a lot better since but uh man it all comes down to quarterback play with this one and I'm gonna have faith in the star quarterback 
than the serviceable quarterback. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals on this one, even though I think I would give the points on this one. I would take the points on this one with the Saints. They are a three-point uh, underdog. I would take the points if you're going with the Saints. Now we're going to get to the 12 o'clock games. No London games this week. The Bengals are at home against the Falcons. The Bengals are a six and a half point favorite, which is a lot of points taking it how the Bengals haven't been all that impressive this year. True, they've had a tough schedule. They have one of the toughest schedules in the NFL this year, but the Falcons have been playing some good ball. The Falcons should be, if you can make the argument, all right, you can make the argument. They should be four and two. They should have beaten the Saints in week one. And they should have beat the Buccaneers had not for that horrible rough in the passer call. They outplayed the San Francisco 49ers over the weekend. Marcus Mariota had a very good performance. Pitts is back. I like this game. I, I, I like the Falcons, but I'm, I don't like them enough to pick them. I still think the Bengals have more weapons on offense. Their defense is decent. But, you know, they were good enough to hold off a Ravens offense, a high-powered Ravens offense. So, hey, I think they'll be able to do a good job against the Falcons. Plus, they're at home. The Bengals play well at home. So I'm going to go with the Bengals on this one. And if I'm a Falcons, I, I, if you're a Falcons fan, I take the points. I think the Falcons are going to make this a lot closer than what a lot of people think. And it's going to be a competitive game. Up next, we got the Cowboys at home against the Lions. The Lions were scoring all over the place at the beginning of the season, at least their first, uh, I would say, four games of the season until they bumped into the speed bump called Belichick. But here they're going on the road against the Cowboys team coming off a, uh, a very inspirational loss, according to some Cowboys fans against the Eagles. They were down 20 to zip. They came all the way back. They had a chance to win it, but they just couldn't seal the deal. Rush is not as good as everybody thinks. And this goes back to what I've been saying. The NFL is the only sport where quarterbacks get more credit than that, that than they deserve. And the most ignored part about football is that it takes three elements to win an NFL game. You need good special teams, good offense, and good defense. All three of those things must be good in order for you to win. Your quarterback does have a lot to do with it because he throws the ball. But there are game-managing quarterbacks, which is what Rush is. He's a game manager at best. And at the end of the day, he's just not good enough to take the Cowboys to the promised land like a lot of Cowboys thought or foolishly thought and thought that, oh, it's going to be a quarterback controversy between him and Dak. No, guys, get that out of here. Dak Prescott, once he comes back, he's going to show the reason why they need him if they're going to win a Super Bowl. With that being said, the Lions, uh, <laughs> Jared Montana is just not, he hasn't been working the last couple of weeks. Let's see if he comes alive against the Cowboys. This defense, this defense is hard to score on. And I think the Lions are going to struggle again. And I think the Cowboys win this when they are seven point favorite. The Titans are at home against the Colts. Uh, the Titans coming off a of bye week. They go, uh, they are at home. They stay at home after a bye week, which is good. Or it could be a bad thing because you be too relaxed and let the Colts come in here and thump you. 
But I think the Titans come out and, and win this game. The Colts are playing better thanks to a strong performance by Deion Jackson. Thank you, Deion, for making my fantasy matchup a lot closer than what it was supposed to be last week. But the Colts, they're, they're another one of those confusing trap teams. They, you don't know which Colts team is going to show up. The Titans are kind of the Titans. They're, they're, they're playing. They're always going to play you hard. They're always going to play you tough. They're a well-coached, very disciplined team. Derrick Henry is still unstoppable. And I think the Titans will come back focused. I think Mike Babel is going to have them ready to play. And I, I'm sure they watched film on the Colts last week's, during their last week performance. And I think that the Titans will come out on top. They are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. The Commanders are at home against the Packers. I'll get to – I don't have nothing to say about the Commanders until I talk about the Bears, so I'm not going to get too deep into the, the Commanders. But the Packers coming off a very embarrassing home loss to the Jets. The Jets went in there and kicked their butts. Okay, you hear me? You thought what the Giants did to the Packers was bad. The Jets game was even worse. I mean, they ran all over the Packers with that solid running game. Am I sold on Wilson? Not, no, no, not yet. Not yet. He still needs to show me a little bit more. He had one impressive throw the whole game. But that game was dominated by great defense and great running. And good play calling, too, on offense as well. A lot of trickery, which I thought that the Bears should have used against the Packers back in week two. But, hey, the Jets, they came out and, and embarrassed the Packers. Now the Packers got to go on the road again and win against a commander's team that, I mean, I don't know if they, I don't know how they should feel after that win against the Bears. I mean, they escaped the Bears more than they did beat the Bears. So I, I, I don't think the commanders, as much as I would love for them to upset Green Bay and much because of my hatred, for Green Bay. I don't think Green Bay is going to lose this game. As a matter of fact, I think the, ba- the Packers will blow them out. And I, I just don't think this is going to be even close. The Packers are a four and a half point favorite. Up next, we got the Buccaneers on the road against the Panthers. Another Buc- uh, This is another team, the Buccaneers. They're kind of similar to the Packers. So much high expectations going into the season. And they both have been losing in, in some embarrassing ways to teams that they shouldn't be losing to. They shouldn't have lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers who knocked uh, Pickett out the game and then they had to go with Trubisky. And Trubisky had a very impressive drive that took the lead. He almost coughed it up at the end, but he was able to get that uh, some key first downs to lock the game up off after a very poorly executed two-point conversion. Tom Brady was off on that game. He was off. I mean, let's just face it. Tom Brady's not as good as he used to be. This is it. This is it. This is the year where I feel like, okay, it's time for Tom Brady to hang it up. It's time. After this season, just let it go. You know, I I feel like this is something that, you know, I feel like Tom Brady was letting all of this stuff get to his head and winning a Super Bowl with Tampa. I think he, if he would have never won a Super Bowl with Tampa, he would have stayed retired, like alone. He would probably would have, he probably would have retired, stayed retired after last season after trying to go for another championship. But you know, because he won that Super Bowl, he had this 
he, he felt he was invincible and he was the all-powerful Tom Brady that nothing can touch me. I can play till I'm 50. And it's like, come on, dude. You, you don't have it anymore. You just don't have it. You make good throws here and there. But, dude, this this is... Tampa Bay Bucks aren't as good as everybody thinks they are. I, I don't think they're good, better than... I don't think the Tampa Bay Bucks are better than three teams in the NFC East, including the Giants. Um, and I, I just, I just don't think they're gonna—they're they're a wild card team at best at this point. Uh, which, honestly, they probably won't win the wild—they won't finish the wild card because it's such a weak division. So they'll probably end up winning their division, maybe be a, a home team wild card team. Who knows? We don't—we don't know. But uh, the Bucks. They just ain't it. They just ain't it. But with that being said, the Panthers are trash, and they're going to beat the Panthers. And they are 11-point favorite. The Giants, my surprise team with the coach that I originally wanted the Bears to hire in Brian Dayball. Go on the road against the Jaguars, a team that looked good for just like a couple of seconds, and then all of a sudden they went back to doing Jaguar things again. So, uh, they, they play horrible against the Colts. Here they are at home against a Giants team that is coming off two very impressive wins against two very good teams. And the thing that I'm worried about with the Giants going into this game is that if they're, if, if they're riding so high in the clouds that they look past the Jaguars and lay an egg in Jacksonville, but I doubt that happens. Even though the Jaguars are a three-point favorite, I would take the points on this one. I think the Giants win this game. I think the Giants go 6-1. and one. The Giants have a very good defense. They have a great running game. And Daniel Jones is playing a lot better under Brian Dayball than a lot of people give him credit for. He had an impressive drive where it was they didn't even hand the ball off to Barkley. He had a, it was all throws and it led to a touchdown drive in that fourth quarter that really helped seal the deal for now he had an interception after that but I don't care that was an impressive drive for anybody to get Daniel Jones to do that Brian Dable big shout out to you I think he's an early candidate for coach of the year in my opinion and you know uh again I think the Giants will pull off the win against the Jaguars. The Ravens at home against the Browns. The Ravens are a six and a half point favorite. Not going to waste too much time on this one. The Ravens had many opportunities to beat the Giants. Speaking of the Giants, uh, they had opportunities to beat them last week, but too bad. There was a not too bad, but it was a bad interception by Jackson that really cost it the uh, Lamar Jackson that really costed the Ravens that game against the Giants but I, I think the Ravens go on to win this one the Browns are just a shell of themselves at this point after being dominated by uh, the Belichick crew up next we got the three o'clock game we got the Jets and the Broncos, the Jets going on the road against the Broncos. The Jets have been impressive this season. They're playing very good all-around football, a very good team concept. And the Jets are riding high, going into mile high. And the Broncos are just not Broncoing, man. They're just not Broncoing. Uh, Russell Wilson, he just ain't cooking, man. 
he just ain't cooking. I just don't know what is going on. I don't. I, I know a lot of people are going in on the coach, but the coach ain't out there throwing that football, guys. And the coach ain't out there missing wide open receivers in, in routes. It's Russell, man. It's Russell. Russell. I don't know what's going on with him, but he looks like he's declining, man. I really do think he's declining. So, it, so I'm just gonna put that out there, man. I think Russell Wilson is declining. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. But with that being said, the Broncos are a one and a half point favorite. I think the Jets go on the road and win this game. The Jets have a very tough defense. And if you think that Russell Wilson struggled with the Chargers defense, what do you think he's going to do with a Jets defense that's a lot better than the Chargers defense? Ugh, not looking good, man. I got the Jets. Texans on the road against the Raiders. I think the Raiders bounce back and get their second win of the season. The Raiders going to be entering a very soft part of their schedule, which they can gain some ground on the Chiefs and the Chargers if you know they can put together a winning streak. And this this is the start right here. Texans coming off an impressive win before the bye week, but I'm still not sold on the Texans. I still think they're one of the worst teams in the, in, in, in the NFL, and I think they lose to the Raiders. The Raiders are a seven-point favorite. The Chargers at home against the Seahawks. I think this is going to be a shootout, guys. I think this is going to be, you know, the Chargers got a lot of injuries that they've been dealing with. The Seahawks, you know, they're one of, another one of those trap teams, right? But I think Geno Smith is playing good enough. He, you know, the Chargers, you know, they kind of escaped from the Denver Broncos on Monday night more than they beat them. But I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the Chargers. They're a five-point favorite. Actually, a 5.5 favorite, but I'm rooting for Geno Smith to have a four-touchdown game. Why? Because <laughs> I'm using him in fantasy football this week. Up next, again, Chargers win out. Again, the 3 o'clock game, the 49ers at home against the Chiefs. Chiefs coming off a very, very competitive loss to the Bills. It was That was a thriller. That game was a thriller, but... You know, Mahomes has to clean up those interceptions if, if you know, the Chiefs are going to have any chance this season. Mahomes was playing lights out. I thought he was the front runner for MVP. But Josh Allen said, nope, hold my beer, man. Hold my beer. I'm coming for you this year. Now, a lot I see a lot in the comment sections talking about all oh, the Bills need to do that in the playoffs. When in, beating the Chiefs in the regular season doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. I get that. But the difference between beating the Chiefs at home this year and beating the Chiefs at home last year is that the Bills are better this year than they were last year. They have a better defense this year than they did last year. So, yeah, you want to beat the Chiefs at in the regular season because it's going to really dictate how your playoffs is going to go. And if they don't beat them and it comes down to home field advantage and you still got to go through Kansas City to win, I don't think the Bills want that. I think the Bills want to be at home in that cold, frigid stadium. And if the Chiefs make it that far to the NF the AFC Championship game, they'll be waiting on it. They'll be waiting on it. But anyway, that's just going off the topic. The 49ers coming off a bad loss to the Falcons. I think they keep it going. I think they get another loss to the Chiefs. Chiefs going to be coming in motivated. 
Now, not saying that the, the 49ers can't win this game. I think this game can go either way, but I'm going with the Chiefs because I like the Chiefs better. And I like their quarterback better. Up next, we got the Steelers for the Sunday night game on the road against the Dolphins. The Dolphins, we don't know when Tua is going to come back. Teddy Bridgewater did not play that well. So we're going to see what happens. The Steelers coming off a very impressive win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But the Dolphins are a seven-point favorite. They have better weapons on offense. They have a better defense. And I think the Dolphins win at home against the Steelers on Sunday night. And last but not least, we got the Monday night game. And please, America, if you're listening to this podcast currently, this is not what Chicago fans wanted, okay? We did not want to see the Bears on prime time anymore. We don't want to see them. I, I don't know if I'm even going to watch this game, honestly, because the Bears have been, and over the last few years, the Bears have been an embarrassment on national TV. And I'm not going to continue to watch embarrassing football on national TV, all right? So with that being said, I think the New England Patriots win this game. They are an eight-point favorite. At first, it was a seven-point favorite. Then it went up to nine. Now it's down to eight. But uh, the Patriots, they look like they're clicking on all cylinders. The Zappy character is throwing the ball all over the place. He's out there looking like 2001 Tom Brady. <laughs> And I mean, not to 2001 Brady, like, like, don't, don't, don't take offense to that. 2001 Brady was just okay. All right, guys. He, he made smart decisions in that Super Bowl against the Rams that caused him to win that Super Bowl. But Brady in that, that year, that 2001 Brady is not the Brady from like 2007 or uh, 2014 and 15. No, this was a young Brady that was still trying to learn and was still learning on the fly and just so happened to make all the right decisions that he needed to to make this team successful. But, hey, Zappi is out there throwing that football. The Bears defense is going to have their work cut out for him now. Fortunately for the Bears, the Bears, one thing I do commend the Bears on is they do make good second-half adjustments. And if Justin Fields can just go for the singles, the doubles, the triples, not always going for the home run ball. I think he'll be all right. Lay off Justin Fields, guys. He has a weak, like I said, I'm going to keep saying this, weak wide receiving core, weak tight end, nothing, no weapons. Hey, just bear with him, man. He'll get through it. He's a rookie. This, is a, this has to happen. Like Michael Jordan said, you got to learn how to lose before you win. And this is what he's doing. He's learning how to lose first. Once he gets all that out, I'm telling you, next year you're going to be talking about Justin Fields being the franchise quarterback and, you know, the Bears going to be all right. So just just lay off Justin Fields. He's, he'll be fine. He'll be fine, Bears fans. Yeah, I didn't like that loss against Washington as much as the next person. But, hey, what can you do? What can you do at this point? This team was not going to be good this year. It's all about Justin Fields. Uh, you know, grow. And you can't really properly evaluate him with the team that he has now. And also the fact that Ryan Foles didn't really put a lot of weapons around him. And that falls on him. That falls on, on Ryan Foles. So, uh, Ryan Foles, you need to make something happen before the trade deadline. At least get this man some type of weapons. Uh, because at the end of the day, if he doesn't make it past this year, you know, 
I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say about the Bears quarterback future. But with that being said, I got the Patriots beating the Bears. They're an eight-point favorite. I wouldn't even take the points from Bears fans. Even though the Bears games have been closer than uh, they've been making them out to be. I, I just think the uh, Belichick is just going to really have fun with confusing Justin Fields and making things hard for the Bears. So we'll see what happens. But with that being said, those are my picks. I'm sticking to them again. I went kind of overboard with my talking. I wanted to kind of shorten this uh, selection segment, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm glad you're here, still listening with me. And be on the lookout, not next week, but the week after next. We'll be, me and M will be back on the mic. I have the CO visit next week. This week, I've been getting a lot of stuff prepared for the CO visit, so couldn't, didn't really get a chance to record a full episode with Ian, but we'll be back behind the mic a week after next. So be on the lookout for that. But with that being said, I will see you on the next one. Peace.